You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Tom, I'm surprised you didn't stab me in the back uh, in the middle of that as you did earlier today on the Dan Keith program. I don't know what you're talking about. I would deny, never, deny, 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 I deny. I stab you in the back. How did I stab <laughs> you in the back? Oh, I'll tell you how. Because my brother used to do this to me growing up. Convince me that something is a good thing to do, <laughs> even though he knows it's a bad thing I to do. I thought it was funny. And then when I do said thing, I get in trouble for it. Although he had a way with words. He once convinced a kid to eat literal shit. Wow. Okay. Chime your reaction. <laughs> My reaction <laughs> but you did wow. stab me in the back because hey, can I, you play the I, wow drop I, wow, I don't have it ready. Wow, because I had a good joke, and I think it was a good joke. I thought it was a good and joke too. And you said too. you should say that on the air, and yeah. then I said it on the air, and it was crickets, absolute well, I, I crickets. Think you, I think and I was, was suspended once to again. To be fair, to be fair, I think it was poor execution in the setup. That's all. Oh. That's all. Coming I told from you, Mr. Stumble over himself yes, during the I, Frank Gore Magnum Dong drop uh, yes. yesterday. Don't get me wrong. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't set up a good joke either. I say set up any joke. Good. Um, but no, no, no. Because I had told you in the back. I said you should instead of just outright saying. Uh, so Tom Tom Curran said it was what uncharacter extremely unchar- uncharacteristically aggressive. Aggressive. Yes. And yep. so you said, "Wow, that sounds like the <clears throat> title of a Ted Bundy movie." Yes. You should have set that up a little bit better by saying, like, just isolating that one part and saying, guys, I think Tom spoiled the next Ted Bundy movie and then play extremely uncharacteristically aggressive. To be fair, you didn't say that to me. Yes, I did. You did not say I that prior. I specifically nope. said that beforehand. Uh, I do not recall that yeah, happening. Well, you weren't paying attention. <laughs> You're too busy eating your granola. That that's probably true. A little bit of coconut in it today. Oh, I did like that. This movie poop as much as it used to. Not a, I'm not not a big coconut guy. I'm yeah, not we'll a coconut. S- we'll save that for the uh, the granola podcast, which breaks out every Friday night on yeah. Monday night. How have you liked uh, doing Mutt's live show? Recently? I love doing it. I love being on. It with is Mutt. fun. Uh, it's fun. It gives us some radio reps too. Yeah, I don't nice. have to. I don't have to do anything either. No, like, it's I don't a have to, job. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll plan some stuff, but I don't have to uh, host the yeah, show. Yeah, you don't have to produce. Just, you don't have to host. All it's... I just do is I just react to what you guys say, and then I talk a lot to the point where Mutt has to keep us on. For an extra segment because we didn't get to everything because I wouldn't <laughs> shut up, <laughs> which was one hundred percent bad jokes. One hundred percent the goal going. Yeah, in. I thought all those jokes landed. Oh, by we, the way, we text did great. line even the joke today. Text line on my side. I think yep, it's just, exactly. I think it's you guys. I really think it's you guys. Well, it's not me. No, I support you. you. We're talking about a broader issue. Oh, okay. It's the Dale and Keith you, program. You guys, okay. <laughs> you people, yeah, not not Shime, not Chris mm-hmm. Shime, but you know. Everyone else. Yeah, but, exactly. Of course. But so we've got the bye week, so we probably won't. Well, he technically hasn't invited us on uh, again next week, but yep, I, I, I would cool. assume we would probably do that next week. But so we've got a week to fill here, but luckily we have got 
probably our favorite thing happening, which mm-hmm. is us already looking forward to the offseason. Like, I'm already more excited for the draft and for QB yes. movement than I am yep. for the Super Bowl. Yeah, there's two things that we love more uh, than anything else. Or actually, there's three things that are at the top of our list. The draft is number one. Offensive line play is probably number two. Yep. And number three would be quarterback movement in the Quarterback NFL. movement. And I can remember I was so starry-eyed in 2017. I said, oh, my God, Kirk Cousins and Sam Bradford are, are, are moving teams in Case Keenum? Oh, boy. Oh, daddy. Like, this is there's so much QB movement this offseason. And then even, like, the two years after have been more. But this offseason, it's like. There is a list of nearly 18 teams, possibly more, that could be in the market for a new quarterback. Like, that list. Is, so, Adam Schefter earlier in the week released a list of, like, 18 teams. He didn't include teams like the Las Vegas Raiders, which theoretically could move on from Derek Carr if they wanted to, uh, and other teams as well. Like there's just there's the New York Giants weren't on that list. They could easily move on from Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so, so many. Here's, teams. here's the list that uh, that chapter put out. So. Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, Dak Prescott. We'll focus today on uh, Stafford and Watson for gambling purposes. Uh, Dak Prescott, Sam Darnold. Carson Wentz is on here. I don't think his future right now is in question. Just yeah, based I think on it how, is a little bit. I mean, if they can get Deshaun Watson, sure. but Or if they get a trade offer big the, enough. If, if, as, long, as long as the Carson Wentz fathead is still up, maybe we should do the thing. Uh, you know how Steve Diossi was telling me how there was a rumor about this, but he confirmed it to me, that how the, the Ryan brothers – used to go on, like, the roof of a hotel in the 80s and to spy on, like, Jets practice or something? <laughs> or uh, what, what was Buddy Ryan the coach of? Was he, was he the Jets coach or the Eagles coach? Was he the Ravens coach? No, he was the Eagles coach, Eagles, I believe. Eagles coach. So they, they, used to, they, they used to, like, go on a hotel and spy on, like, with binoculars and stuff and spy <laughs> on practices. So we need somebody in Philly to, like, have binoculars into Howie Roseman's office and see if the, see if the, uh, the Carson so Wentz, Wentz fathead is, still up in there. <laughs> is being taken down. Uh, but so Carson Wentz, Jared Goff, Jimmy G, Cam Newton, Teddy Bridgewater, Mitch Trubisky, Jameis Winston, Fitzmagic, Alex Smith, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, you're right. So Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota should be on this list. Both of them should be As well there. as Daniel Jones. Yep. And theoretically, like how many teams do you think aren't in on Deshaun Watson? Uh, like five? Hold on, let me think. So Buccaneers definitely aren't. The Chiefs definitely aren't. I don't think the Bills will be. I think they're happy with Josh Allen. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there, there's – you can make the case for why they should be, but we're going we're gonna to make the case for they're not. Yeah. I also think the Ravens are in the same spot there. Right. I don't think that – I think they're in no on the No matter what you think of Lamar, how L- yep. Lamar Jackson's passing ability, which, by the way, is good, yep. uh, they are not, as well as – and then I'd say the Chargers aren't. Chargers and Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers. So that's six teams. Oh, and uh, the Seahawks, Russell Wilson. I'd say the Bengals also aren't. Probably you're probably right. If the, if we're gonna say the Chargers aren't, I would also say the Bengals aren't. So that makes what nine, eight teams. Yeah, that aren't in on Deshaun Watson, and then a step eight further, out of thirty-two, and then a step further is teams that aren't in on Matthew Stafford. Um, that one's a little harder because the, the 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 opinions on Matthew Stafford are are a bit more uh, wide ranging. I feel like that would probably be more in like the fifteen to eighteen range. There's probably that many teams because it yeah. depends. Like because like a team like Atlanta, who I think would be interested in getting rid of Matt Ryan and acquiring Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. would not be interested in acquiring Matthew Stafford to get rid of Matt Ryan. And, uh, and the next step in this is which of those teams would or so the Texans clearly. I think they are interested in acquiring picks to draft a quarterback. I don't think they're interested in acquiring a quarterback from the team. 
Now, could they is the question. So they could get Sam Darnold and also draft a quarterback if they want to start Darnold and then move uh, on my, to that My guy. thing is, is I think that if a team wants to acquire Deshaun Watson and also move on to a quarterback they have on their roster, I think this is the perfect time for like one of the, like the first time ever in NFL history. We get like a three-team trade. Where I was thinking the same. So, thing. so if you're if you're talking about, let's say a team like like, and I just from a purely hypothetical standpoint, I don't think this is realistic or likely, but just for numbers' sake, let's just do this because I thought about it in my head earlier. Imagine if the Oakland Raiders or Las Vegas Raiders really wanted Deshaun Watson, right? But at the same time, you have to move on from Derek Carr. If they were to then call up the Patriots and say, "Hey, I need you to send draft capital to the Houston Texans," I will give you Derek Carr, mm-hmm. and they're like. Belichick's like, okay. So then Oakland trades its next two first-round picks and uh, to uh, Houston. The Patriots send like a first and a fourth to Houston. And Oakland sends like a third and a fifth to New England with Derek Carr. And that way, Houston is getting like five draft picks. Uh, the Patriots are getting a draft pick and Derek Carr. And then the Raiders are, are getting uh, Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Just hypothetically speaking, something similar to that. where Because... The package for Deshaun Watson, if it's just draft picks, is at least three first-round picks. Would be right. my assumption, just because you're looking at, uh, you're 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 looking at it like Jalen Ramsey was two, uh, Khalil Mack was two. I think it's probably going to be at it has to be more than two, right? Jamal Adams was two first-round picks. It has to be more than that. Therefore, it's probably it starts at three. Would be my assumption, and so no team would be able to, or I don't think any team would give up three years' worth of first-round draft picks because it's just too much influx of talent into your roster. So adding a third team into that to give up a first-round pick and then dealing off a quarterback on your roster who's pretty good but not Deshaun Watson-level good is kind of the way that you can make that work. So as far as Watson goes, I I am of the opinion that the Texans would like to acquire a, a part of the package is a top-ten pick in this year's draft. I don't mm-hmm. think that they're going to be interested in getting – a bunch of you know mid rounders, next year picks, uh, mid or sorry, mid first round picks, second round picks, picks next year to move up into totally. that part, uh, is, which is fair. Which is why uh, like the teams like New England and uh, the Raiders don't work. Right. And I was just doing it just specifically because well, yeah, they had the yeah, pieces not, that yeah, not, made not, sense. To not me. throwing sand over the uh, the potential uh, three team trade because I think like the Jets could potentially be involved in a sort of trade like that or like the Panthers I think would be the perfect yeah. team to do that dealing away Teddy Bridgewater while also dealing away big picks right for like teams Lockett. already with a quarterback like so I suppose yep. you could put Matt Ryan on the board for that as yeah, well Atlanta and same with the Dolphins the problem is it seems like people don't like Tua like the report was that Nick Casario doesn't want Tua. Yeah, He's like I don't want to trade Deshaun Watson for Tua because I don't. There's I don't a want lot Tua. of people that just don't like Tua. I, I think Keith and Andy Hart are two of them as well. Fourier, I believe, um, doesn't like him either. Yeah, and. and I don't. I I am in the Tua camp. I, I I like Tua. I think Tua has the opportunity to be very very good, um, especially with better weapons around him. Mm-hmm. So I I don't. If I'm Nick Casario, I'd want Tua, but that's just a personal thing. I I understand it. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Right. So like you're looking at teams with high picks and also potential other quarterbacks from that team that could get dealt. I mean, the Lions seem like a perfect fit. They already want to move on from Stafford. Right. right? I, I mean, I doubt Deshaun would waive the no-trade clause to go to a place like Detroit, but I, just from a trade partner perspective, that's, if you're going to go for a three-team trade, like the Lions plus another team that wants Matt Stafford, like Indianapolis, like those three teams together, Houston, Indy, and Detroit, could come up with like a really crazy package to get Deshaun to Detroit, 
Matt to uh, Indianapolis, and then a lot of picks to Houston. So going down the odds for Watson here, and I, I feel like just based on the conversation we just had, I, I don't like the way that they're that these odds are listed is intriguing to me. So write down the list from uh, your your whatever the, the the lowest return to the best return, or to the the lowest return to the most return. I should say it goes Jets, Dolphins, Saints slash Forty ers Panthers slash Patriots, Broncos slash Colts slash Rams. Falcons slash football team slash Bears slash Jaguars, Raiders slash Cowboys, Lions, Eagles, Steelers, Giants slash Vikings. So obviously Jets and Dolphins, the two and the three pick, that's why they're at the top. Yep. The next one, I feel like you can almost immediately eliminate Saints and 49ers. I disagree. I think, Maybe 49ers. Maybe not 49ers. I'll take 49ers yes. back. Saints. I think you can eliminate this. I don't think they have the capital and the cap space right. to trade for Deshaun Watson. They're 110 over the cap. They're either getting, they're either bringing, they're trotting out Taysom Hill. They also year. don't have a high enough draft pick to trade them. Right. They don't have enough draft picks to trade them. They don't have any players on their roster that they could trade them, probably, that would uh, allow for cap space to be opened up and be good enough mm-hmm. uh, to supplement that cap- draft capital. Mm-hmm. And then I think you can eliminate Patriots as well. I also do as well. I think I think right now, I actually think the the one team that's rated way too low that I think should be higher is the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think um, the Pittsburgh Steelers have a great history at winning. I think Deshaun Watson would appreciate playing for a, a fellow black head coach. Like I think that matters to him, and I I don't think I don't think that's a bad thing. That's not. No, I think that's very true. I think, I think a lot of people are underplaying the the racial aspect of this. And, and I think, and on top of Mike Tomlin just also being black, like he is a very well respected coach by players across the league. Like guys love playing for Mike Tomlin mm-hmm. all across the board, whether it's T.J. Watt or uh, you know Ben Roethlisberger or. Alex Villanueva or Alejandro Villanueva. It's Alejandro, not yep. Alex. I don't know why I said Alex. Any guy on that team, Minka Fitzpatrick loves playing there. Uh, you know, all these guys love playing for Mike Tomlin. So I, I wouldn't be shocked if that was a team he would like to get traded to. The question is, I don't know if they have the capital to do it, but because of that no trade clause that he has, he kind of can determine where he wants to go. Right. So I just think realistically, the Steelers should be higher on the because list. It would be it would be a very player. I feel like it would be a player heavy deal. It would be this yes. year's first rounder, whatever yes. second and thirds. Next year's first rounder, whatever second and thirds. It's a lot of players. Like they you might send. have to include like Chase Claypool in that deal. Yeah, maybe. Um, a, yeah, because they're they're going to lose Juju. So I I would guess either Deontay Johnson or Claypool goes. Yep. They have a lot of pa- uh, pieces on defense as well. Yeah, one of them lots. might end up going. I don't know. I, I I like your logic. I just uh, like I'm almost anybody after like pick nine. I'm almost just completely writing off in this. So like Colts and Rams. No, for Watson, I don't no. think I don't think it'll not happen. enough capital. Uh, and then Falcons, Washington, Bears, and Jaguars is interesting because I, I think you can cross off Washington and the Bears. Agreed. But like we talked, but Atlanta, Atlanta makes sense because a you have Deshaun Watson playing in uh, the capital of Black culture in America, Atlanta. I think he would love that. Uh, Atlanta could want to move on from Matt Ryan, especially if Clemson, they can get Deshaun which is Watson. Very close. Oh, he did. Yeah, that's right. I, I didn't even think of that. And then as far as the Jaguars go, uh, the number one pick for Deshaun, I, I, that's not all it would take. No. But still. But I mean, like, it's pretty close. But Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson? If I'm the Houston Texans, I'm getting I'm getting the number one overall pick. So I'm getting my future quarterback immediately. I'm just replacing him. I'm replacing Deshaun Watson with a guy who everybody loves. I am not in the I love Trevor Lawrence camp. I know I am in the vast minority. But there is a lot of people that recognize this guy as the best prospect since Andrew Luck or Peyton Manning. And 
And so you're immediately getting that guy on a rookie deal for five years. You don't have to worry about paying him a big contract for years, which allows you time to still succeed, but also get back into cap, you know, not out of cap prison and kind of accrue some talent to go with him. I probably wouldn't trade the pick if I were the Jaguars, but I'd be enticed to because I would. The, the thing here is, you know, there there is an inherent risk in making any draft pick. Of course. There is no risk in trading for Deshaun Watson. Other Agreed. than injury, which is every player. Yes. So, so it's, it's a risk you can't even account so actually, for. Actually, I take that back. I would, I would 1 million percent. If I am the Jacksonville Jaguars, I am calling them up and saying, hey, I'll give you the first overall pick. I'll give you a second round pick next year. Would a one this year and a one next year get it done? If one of those Probably. picks is if the first overall if it's pick, the number, then yeah. If it's Trevor Lawrence, then yes, it has to. Yeah. And if it doesn't, the Houston Texans are a bunch of morons, which we already know that they are. So I wouldn't even put it past them that they deny the trade, mm-hmm. which would be stupid. And then it would just come down to, to if Deshaun wants to play for Urban Meyer and in Jacksonville. But the only and the other issue too is I don't think Houston wants to trade it in the division. That's tough. But at the same time, you're getting Deshaun Watson, That's true. and they're getting Trevor Lawrence. So like it works out so well for both teams. If the Jets and see this is where the Jets really effed up. If the Jets had the number one overall pick right now, they would have Deshaun Watson in their pocket. Mm-hmm. Period. That you trade the number one pick, you trade maybe a second round pick or even next year's first round pick. You're going to be good regardless because you have Deshaun Watson at this point, right? So even if you trade a f- your next two firsts, this year's first overall pick and whatever your first round pick is next year, you ha- you now have Deshaun Watson. He already or, or, or it's already been suggested that he would like to go to the Jets. That Richard Sherman has said, if I was him, I would go to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Like it's it- supposedly he likes Robert Sala. It is it is so funny to me that again, once again, the Jets have fricked it up. The Jets have outjets themselves. Like it's just it just makes all this it, it makes so much it makes me smile knowing that the Jets could have easily gotten this. They can still get Deshaun Watson. Don't get me wrong. Right. They have one of the better packages to offer. But it's gonna cost them a lot more than what it would have costed if they had the first overall pick. So it just makes me laugh. And I think some of these teams, oh, by the way, I think Raiders and Cowboys, we can X out. I think Lions we have to leave on. I, I don't think, think you can X out the Raiders. I, I don't think they have anywhere close to enough. But I, so, but like I think it would have to be player heavy. Team, it, it's like it would be like Steelers. I right? think in that three team trade category, they fit perfect, right? Because they're dealing away Derek Carr, which would allow them to get more draft capital, which would then allow them to ship that draft how capital. How much though? It's like a third, right, or a second? For Derek at Carr most, at the most a second, at least a second. I don't think I don't think I do not think people view in the, I don't think people in the league view Derek Carr as kindly as you may. I it, I I don't think they need to. Like so okay. So a quarterback is the most important position in football, correct? Correct. Derek Carr is a legitimate starting quarterback in the NFL, correct? Uh according to you and I, yes. I think I think I think that there are more low even, I think he's more divisive than Stafford. Really? I think there's a lot of people that don't like Derek Carr, including like, his own head coach. I, I think I yeah I also agree I don't think uh, John Gruden is uh, thrilled with Derek Carr but so my my theory is is he he gets you at least a one in my head like a Derek Carr one. is a one yeah it's just it's a first round pick right it's not even it's not it's, even close to as much as Stafford though like Stafford Stafford could get you in the a teens first rounder see I think Derek Carr gets you like the twelfth pick really yeah I don't think so I think if the Patriots called up Oakland right now and said we'll give you fifteen for Derek Carr I think they'd jump. I think well, yeah, they jump because they'd be like, "What idiot's going to give us the fifteenth for Derek Carr?" Well, no, but like, I think that's a good, valuable deal for both sides because, like, outside of the top ten, you're not getting a top four quarterback in this draft. I also don't think that a lot of these guys may necessarily pan out to be even as good as Derek Carr has been. 
Like it's, mm-hmm. and and I think people also forget that Derek Carr was almost an MVP until he like got the Tony Romo broken back injury. Right, he broke his back. He goes somewhere with a good old line. I think he's a good so. QB and reg- regardless, but... my ultimate point is I right, just well, don't think can, you can take can... the Raiders off the okay, list. Well, we can leave. We can leave but... the Raiders on then. Uh, you made the case for the Steelers earlier. We can, yeah. we can leave it on for that purposes. Uh, I personally wouldn't leave them on. Uh, the Vikings and the Giants should be left on. The Vikings are probably on because there's the whole dirty secret that they just hate Kirk Cousins. Yeah, but they have $41 million in dead money attached to him, so true. I think you have to take them off. That's true. And then uh, as far as the Giants go, they will not do it because Dave Gettleman will think it will reflect poorly on his decision to draft Daniel Jones. That's a thing. That's a real thing with GMs so that I, I know think a it, lot. I, think I know people, it is. I think people try to say it's not, but it is. It. I, I understand. Wait. Did Gettleman draft Daniel, Daniel Jones? Jones? Yeah. Last year, right? Or two years ago? Oh, that's true. Okay, so I, I know that that's a real thing, but at the same time, it's Deshaun Watson. I know, but still, they think so highly of themselves because they if they mess it up, they don't get they don't get second chances. Yeah, I guess. Oh, that's I, true. Actually, sorry, Gettleman literally is on his second chance right now. Yeah, but like Gettleman if you get Deshaun get Watson, chance. you don't have to worry about that second chance. Mm-hmm. Like you're getting Deshaun Watson, but it is still like they will see it. I don't, you and I don't see it as a risk. Yeah. I think they do hmm. making okay. a deal like that. That's fair. I don't know. I don't think the I don't think the Giants would. I don't think they be have enough. To get they're, they're right on the fringe anyway. Yeah. They're the eleven pick. But like I said, I do not think that the Houston Texans want to get. I don't. I think I do not think that they want the peak of their uh their return on Watson to be a mid round pick, Agreed. and then they have to go up to get a quarterback. Agreed. Agreed. That's why I think teams like uh, Jacksonville, the Jets, the Dolphins, Atlanta, and. A, not 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 really Philly. I was going to make Panthers. a case there, but uh, Detroit and Carolina. I think those are that's the absolute edge because teams. even Denver would have to give a lot more, but at nine you're not even guaranteed to get another quarterback unless it's you know three team trade whatever they end up with a quarterback. I think, but I think they want to draft someone high. I think the best value on this board right now are the Lions at plus sixteen hundred, Steelers at twenty five hundred. Like it's just like the Lions seem to be in a really good spot to do something like that. Again, I don't know if Deshaun would want to go to Detroit. I have no idea. I don't know Deshaun personally. I don't know anyone that does. But if he was open to going to Detroit. I think that that would be ideal trading partners for the Texans, and they'd have the capital to do it, right? They have high enough draft picks. They could also get a third team to take Stafford off their hands, get more draft picks so that they're not completely barren with draft picks as well. So it's it, – it's, I, I think that they could do it. Um, and I, So I think, honestly, the Lions are probably the best value on this board, in my opinion. But the issue is, again, that no trade clause is huge. Right. Is I, huge. I don't think – yeah, I also don't think he'd want to go to a team that – all of their wide receivers Kenny Galladay, are free agents. Losing Marvin right. Jones is like, and they'd have to lose all their draft capital to get yeah. him. So I think I think it's it's a lot more likely he goes somewhere that actually has like some receivers: Jets, Dolphins, Panthers, well, Miami, makes Broncos, Jaguars, Falcons, those sorts of places. The thing is, there, there's no smoke on some of these teams. Like there's no smoke for Jacksonville. There's no smoke on Atlanta. It was weird. Carolina was one of the favorites a couple weeks ago. Yeah, early, have, early. But again, but again, there's now there's no smoke Nothing. on it. It's I all heard it's that. all Jets. No smoke on the Broncos. So my thing is, is I think if I had to guess, most likely, I'm thinking it's either the Dolphins or Atlanta. Like it has to be mm-hmm. right because I think Atlanta again. You can deal Matt Ryan, get enough picks to supplement the picks you already have. You have offensive weapons already with a guy like Calvin Ridley. You and you're adding Deshaun Watson to that. That's a great pair. Um, you have an offensive coach in Arthur Smith, so that kind of makes sense. Um, but I guess it's just, I guess it comes down to how much they like Matt Ryan. Yeah. But in me, in my opinion, the best spot for Deshaun Watson is Miami, and it's not even close. 
All right, let's go on to Matthew Stafford now because Stafford, I think a lot of these teams that are sort of on the fringe for being able to acquire Deshaun Watson might just punt on Deshaun Watson and say, like, oh, well, Stafford's also good yep. and we don't have to give up as much. Mm-hmm. We think we can be as good with him maybe as we would be with Watson because yeah. they think highly of themselves. Every yeah, team you does. really don't have to give up <laughs> nearly as much for Watson or er, for Stafford. And so the odds we're looking at, by the way, the, the Deshaun Watson odds we just read and these Stafford odds are all from BetAG online. So in order, most return, uh, least return to most return. Uh, you've got the Denver Broncos, the Colts uh, football team, Bears, Cowboys, Patriots, then Panthers and Jets tied, then Rams, Raiders, Texans, and Dolphins uh, tied at 12-1 to 1 there at the bottom. Everybody I, seems to be on this Colts bandwagon. Where do you stand on that? Because I think it's I think it's the easiest road mm-hmm. is the thing because they can just – so they have, what, the 15th pick? Or am I uh, low on that? No, 15? we – Patriots. Oh, no, they 15. have the 21st pick. Yeah. So they, like, they, they, they could straight up – they could go the 21st pick – um, a, a second or a third, and maybe a player, and they get like that's just the easiest path. That's the path of least I don't even resistance. Think it costs that much, but also I think you're looking at like the twenty first pick and like a pick swap where you're giving up like your twenty first and a fourth, and you're getting back like a sixth. And everybody's talking about like you know teams that are a quarterback away. I real I I I kind of think the Broncos are a quarterback away. They have a very good roster. I so uh, I was listening to the Ringer Fantasy Football Pod. They were discussing mm-hmm. this as well. Danny Kelly brought up the um, the the Broncos, and I never really thought about it like that. Like it's they have a lot of talent on offense. They have some defensive talent as well. I don't. They still Vic Fangio still the head coach there, right? Right. Like I don't. I don't love that. But at the same time, like it makes sense. I feel like Stafford would fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the people in Denver, John Elway would freaking love it. Right. And if Elway, supposedly Elway's got a cushy front office role now, they hired a yep. new GM, how much influence does he still have? Because uh, Elway would have jumped. Elway, Elway would have given up his his first and oh, his, his next up. first. I think the team that is the highest on the board that would say, that would say like, here's the pick for Matthew Stafford is the Broncos because mm-hmm. Elway just loves veteran quarterbacks that he doesn't have to gamble on. So at the same time, though, you have nine. to take into consideration. It's the nine. It's the nine. But it's the Broncos. But they also play in the same division as Patrick Mahomes. Right. Right? So is Matt Stafford going to be how you're going to beat the Chiefs? Maybe. Probably not. I mean, probably not with Pat Shermer as your OC. (laughs) I think it has a lot less to do do with Stafford than it would. And you're competing with Justin Herbert. Like, it's like, I don't think, if I'm the Broncos, I I don't think I'd trade a lot of draft capital in order to get Matt Stafford mm-hmm. um, because I need to invest for the future and not necessarily for right now because right now I'm looking at having to battle with the Vegas Raiders, who almost made the playoffs, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, who now have a new head coach, and their young quarterback is now in his, going into his second year, and he was remarkable in his first year, and you have to play Patrick Mahomes, who's going for his second Super Bowl and has already won an MVP. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm the Broncos, I, I I do not trade. As cool as it would be, and I think it would be a fun little team, they're not good enough. I, I don't think you can afford to trade for Matt Stafford and try and win right now when you have to beat the Chiefs. It's stupid. I think that's bad planning. And then uh, football team, by the way. Another, well, they made the playoffs at 7-9. Another it's it's a better roster than people think. I'll give you the. Sometimes people look at the team like maybe they they need to sign a receiver. Probably they have what the twentieth pick, I think. Yeah, yeah. I give you the twentieth pick and like a fourth for Matt mm-hmm. Stafford. I think that works. That definitely works. They, you got some offensive talent there. Ron Rivera has that defensive line is a monster, mm-hmm. uh, and you got a lot of talent. I mean, you have Antonio Gibson at running back. Terry McLaurin, I think, would be a blast to play with. Even Steven Sims Jr. has kind of. 
shown some flashes. You can sign a guy in free agency there to be an, another receiver. I I like that. I think that's I think that's a very realistic and good spot for Matthew Stafford. Did you notice a when I was reading those? Did you notice a team that I did not say because they are not apparently one of the one of the top uh, whatever however many teams listed on here? Uh, the 49ers, not listed on here. That's shocking to me. So they're listed on the Deshaun Watson one at plus 800, mm-hmm. and they're not on the Matthew I think, Stafford I list? I think they'd be more in on Stafford than yeah. they would be on Watson because they'd have to give up less, and Kyle Shanahan prob- is probably views Matthew Stafford as an upgrade on Jimmy Garoppolo. A vast upgrade. I bet he views Stafford as a big upgrade on Garoppolo, and I also think Kyle Shanahan doesn't, require a gunslinger like he doesn't need a hall of fame quarterback for his offense to succeed right we saw that with jimmy garoppolo last season yep garoppolo just needs to do his job and not turn the football over and shanahan's going to scheme it up in a way that the offense will do fine and if the defense is healthy they're a top five defense in the league and boom you're back in the super bowl hunt i also think the 12 pick is enough oh easily enough the 12 pick for gets stafford you, the 12 done. pick gets you stafford one for one you done. could probably Easy. get you could probably do the 12 for Stafford and get a pick back, like a later pick, but yeah. still, get something back. And then just going down here, uh, Bears-Cowboys are next. I think they're both probably out. Uh, I would say Cowboys probably out. I wouldn't be shocked if the Bears tried to make a move for Stafford. Mm-hmm. I think because they're in the division, the Lions will probably say, uh, I think we're good. But I-, I think the Chicago Bears would be interested. And then the the Patriots. The Patriots have the 15th overall pick in the first round. That would get it done. Question is, does Matthew Stafford want to come here? It's not a no trade clause, but, but supposedly they, they are going to work with him to go to yeah. place he wants to go. Does he want to go to a place that has no wide receivers? Does he uh, want to go? Does he want to play outdoors in the Northeast? Maybe not. Probably not. Does his wife want to go here? I don't care about his wife. If she didn't like that dictatorship <laughs> called Michigan, she's going to love Massachusetts. They'll live in Rhode Island. Yeah, probably. Or New Hampshire. <laughs> it's close, yeah. Winnipesaukee. Live free or die. They'll go up there. Um, I, I'll, I will say, I do want Matthew Stafford. I would love Matthew Stafford. I just don't think they'll get him. I don't think they will either because I think Belichick probably views giving away the 15th pick as too much. For Matthew Stafford? Agreed. Yeah. Even I though I like, I disagree with that and I would do it, I also don't think it's as... I, I have this theory. I don't know if I've ever said this to you before. I have a theory about most teams, I I genuinely think if a team has a good coach, no team is more than a few moves away from at least Agreed. making the playoffs. Yep. And I think the Patriots are like right in there. I don't think the roster is as they bad are, as people say it is. Realistically, I think the Patriots are two or three moves away from a good playoff team. Like I think if they get literally either Matthew Stafford or maybe even Jimmy Garoppolo, I am much the, lower it's the, on it's Jimmy the, G than a it's lot the of wide people, receiver so. thing. Really, yeah. It's been the shown key, that you I think can, the key is you need to sign a receiver, right? Yeah, you need, you need to, to sign get, somebody. You need to get a Allen Robinson or a Chris Godwin or a Kenny Galladay. You need to get somebody like that in here to play and then get a quarterback who is halfway decent. Like right. like Tannehill was leaving the Dolphins. Like we know Tannehill was we we were we knew Tannehill could be a lot better, mm-hmm. but like they need to find a guy like that, right? There's so many. Game. It's it, it, it'll be honestly disgraceful if they don't pull it off because it's like yeah. even like a Mariota. It seems like a very like, easy transition. Yeah, I mean, I know you're you're super high on Mariota. You're in his camp. I, I am in Mariota. You're looking camp. for Mariota sans, but I I don't know. It's weird. I don't know where exactly they're gonna find the guy. I think the Patriots should go young. And draft a guy if they can trade up and get a guy. If they're going to be uncharacteristically aggressive, they trade up and get a guy. 
Um, but I just I don't see it happening because I don't see Belichick moving up that much. So I don't I don't really know. I think we're gonna end up with Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'm gonna I'm gonna freaking hate it. Um, but and then I, I would prefer a guy like Stafford or Derek Carr or anybody like that. And then I don't think the Panthers are gonna be in on Stafford. I don't think the I, Jets. I think they would they would run it back with Teddy before they went for Stafford. Yeah, and then the Jets, I think it's either Watson or stick with Darnold or draft someone yep. for them. I, I think, think those are their three options. I, I, well, because a lot of people were saying that Sam Darnold would fit really well in the San Francisco offense, mm-hmm. and Robert Sala basically brought the San, or a version of the San Francisco offense to New York. He brought Mike Lafleur, mm-hmm. Matt Lafleur's younger brother, uh, who was the was the game plan coordinator for Kyle Shanahan. He's a pass game coordinator. Pass game coordinator. That's what it was. Pass game coordinator for the Kyle Shanahan in San Francisco. Brought him over to be his OC. So he's bringing some of that Kyle Shanahan flair. Not it's not Kyle Shanahan by any means, but he's bringing that mentality mm-hmm. uh, to New York. So I mean, if anybody could fix Sam Darnold, I think that it, it would it has a shot at least. And then Rams, Raiders, Texans, Dolphins at the bottom here. Dolphins, I'd probably say no. Texans, I'd probably say no because they, I think they will, I think they want a high draft pick to draft yep, a quarterback. I think they want to go young. And then Raiders and Rams. So the Rams is interesting because the the golf conversation has really come up this week, where the GM and the coach will not commit to him. Allegedly, I saw a I saw a report in I want to say it was the LA Times that basically said Rams are going to have an open competition. I don't know if that means golf versus Walford or golf versus someone they bring yeah. in or golf versus Walford versus a draft pick. Yep. And then you also have Les Snead quoting Aaron Rodgers during his post game uh, during his postseason uh, press conference. The uh, beautiful the beautiful mystery quote that Aaron Rodgers dropped. Les Snead quoted that during his thing. So. Like I don't like the Rams. Talk about no assets. The Rams like, <laughs> could do anything, uh, but they just don't have the assets to do anything. Yeah, right. Like Goff is not an asset. So unless you're trading Jalen Ramsey, like you're not right. getting anything. Or Aaron Donald. Yeah, which they're not doing. Ooh, I would do that in a heartbeat. Aaron Donald for Matt Stafford? Not Aaron Donald for Matt Stafford. Aaron Donald for a lot. And I, I'm thinking more of Rogers than I am Stafford in this Rams discussion. Mm, okay. Uh, okay, I see it. I don't know. Maybe. For Stafford, you'd almost have to like convince the Lions to take Goff, which I think their assistant GM got hired as the Lions GM, and Dan Campbell might be stupid enough to talk himself into it, and yeah. Anthony Lynn's going to be like, well, all he has to do is hand the ball off. We're going to run the ball 90 times We're going to run the ball with Adrian Peterson <laughs> and DeAndre Swift. I know. Remember when, remember when Rex Ryan was like, you know, it would be great if uh, Thomas Jones and LaDainian Tomlinson could get 12 carries each. He'd be like, every time we run the ball 25 or more times, we win the game. Every time we run it less, I we lose. I love that guy, man. I'm so <laughs> proud of him. It's like, yeah, yeah, Rex, that's definitely how it works. So uh, Stafford, I would say Colts not being number one is probably your best odds there. Jets, uh, or sorry, most likely to happen. Also, probably best odds, if you think about it. Uh, for Watson, it, it, it's probably going to be the Jets, but I'd say best value. I know you said Steelers. You thought they should be higher. Lions, yeah. Or you said Lions, yeah. Um, I'd it, it's tough because I'm trying to go with where there's been smoke, and the only places that there's been smoke Jets and Dolphins are Jets and Dolphins. That's it. And so I guess your best value is technically Dolphins, right? right? But it's probably going to be the Jets. Yeah, true. <laughs> Although I, I just can't, I can't write off Elway. Just no, just one send last, in the bank. One last thing. Just, just send in the give bank. them the nine. Give them anything. Deshaun, give them lock. Deshaun versus Patrick Mahomes for the next like ten years. Oh, Imagine God. that in the division. Twice a year. Oh God. All right. Well, that was a, a fun little fun little QB talk. Nice little do, you have any, do you have any any bets this weekend? NHL, NBA. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I have been hot 
lately uh, with NBA and NHL. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> NHL and NBA bets. Uh, I have hit one, two, three, four, five, six of my last seven parlays. Um, I am rolling in it this week. Uh, I'm thinking about going tonight. Uh, Canucks and Canadians puck lines. Might parlay them together. That's like a plus six hundred value. Okay. Um. So I might toss that out there. Oh, by the way, by the way, that. Rick's picks. Uh, mopped. I meant to thank him early, early in the episode. Mop the floor with you on the uh the the mud at night prop bets off. I think he beat me by one. Yeah, it's a loss. Oh, it's binary. Either win or you lose. Yeah, but he didn't mop the floor with me. Nobody ce- the nobody celebrates like the runner up except unless you're the Colts. Uh, true. And they Fair weren't point. even the runner up. They were like uh, the fourth runner up. I also have uh, Leafs Flyer Stars money line parlay. I'm looking at tonight. Are the stars That's playing like- again. Yes, the stars are. They They're 3-0. Wow. Yep. Plus 325. Wow. Uh, and then uh, in basketball, a little Warriors money line, which is even money right now, uh, parlayed with the over in the Lakers game. Uh, that would be about plus 250. Excellent. So, yeah, so I'm looking at something like that tonight. All right, Chime, let's, uh, let's give some love to our family because you've got uh, some other podcasts here on the network. You, we sure do. This is a family. This yep. isn't just a podcast network. Uh, the other podcasts on here we have, uh, let's see, the, the Off Day Pod. Day podcast, yes. Day <laughs> Andy Art, Ryan Hannibal. Uh, they are releasing one episode a week. So yep. you, you can, if you like Mike Giardi, apparently he's their he's their he's their big guest who they can get on. Yeah. Like whenever Giardi they want, all the time, they're all buddies with Andy because they're drinking buddies. In and the then world. Uh, the Bradfoe show, Bradfoe show. They had Joe Kelly on this week. Nice. And, um, and uh, of course the hashtag Dork Podcast. Of course, our, they are uh, killing it. Rich weekly, weekly episodes every week. Doesn't matter. I think this week they did the 2010 classic McGruber. Oh god. That was actually it was just funny to listen to them to talk about it. Uh it just quite good. And then next week I believe they're doing the new Denzel movie. Was it the little things with yep. Leto and Rami Malik? Oh, I'm excited for that. That comes out this Friday. Mm-hmm. I already told my roommate I was like, where I was like, so that this is gonna be the Friday movie. <laughs> I believe that's what they're doing. Leto's next gonna week be a well, psychopath yeah. in it. Denzel Leto Denzel's in it too. Yeah, Denzel, Denzel Leto and Rami Malik. Yeah. Oof. That is a cast, if I've ever heard one. That's so, pretty good. Uh, speaking of casts, Shime and I, we think uh, Monday night next Friday, that will be in the place no, of- No, it is. We're on Monday night next Friday. Okay. We'll be in the place of this podcast giving out, uh, talking Super Bowl, picking the game, picking the over-under. Yeah, so the podcast won't bets. be out till Friday night after we've been on Monday right, night. Right, so listen to it Saturday, listen to it Sunday morning. Uh, Rick's Picks will, I'm sure, send me uh, a half hour of audio. Cracking no, a I'm beer or two. Crack, cracking a beer at the beginning. Uh, yep, so that is it. I actually think it's a musical masterpiece. Oh, jeez. That's a little... It's like in my mirror. Oh. My mirror's staring back at me. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. He hasn't really done shit in seven years, though, has he? No, he's not. Wait. Am I in the right? I'm not in the right. There we go. Uh, yeah, he hasn't done a whole lot. He had the uh, one song with Chris trolls. Stapleton. He had the Trolls song, too. Yeah, he had that. The Stapleton. He tried to do one of those. Say uh, something. Say he tr- something. He tried to do one of those. Uh, which it, it, the, the rough part about this is that on either side of him, you had two people pull it off magnificently. You had John Mayer with Paradise Valley in 2013 mm-hmm. do the Look at Me, I'm a Pop Star in the Woods. Yep. Except that album was awesome. Yep. Then you had JT do Man of the Woods, which was like 17 or 18. Horrible oh, album. Not great. And then Taylor Swift obviously did Folklore. Yeah. Incredible album. Yep. So, yep. Rough mm. stuff for uh, Timberlake there. Uh, should we upload this separately as a Timberlake podcast? Uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, might as well. I-